Hello, and welcome to another episode of Smash Loot and Roll, Blue Edition. When we last left our adventurers, Kelgrace had been implemented in the murder of an elven noble. Now the party and several others are now being interviewed by Detective Havelock and Julius Hellstrom. How will Kelgrace explain her discovery, and how do the others fit into this scandalous murder? Let's join our adventurers and find out. Please enjoy episode 37 of Smash Loot and Roll. Get a clue. So it's uh been a been about a minute. Greatly appreciate you guys all coming back to play. But um last we left off, Kilgrace had uh decided to step it. <laughs> I was like, what I do? I don't remember what I did. Kilgrace decided to go talk to a uh a friend. An, an elven gentleman at the behest of her guild leader, and they stepped oh, in the room yeah. and uh found a uh Body, something that's oh, an, an old elven body. While the rest of you decided to gamble a bit of the night away, but it ended. We ended the night with uh, a series of individuals events. getting singing. Unfortunate events. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Besides, uh, Kel Grace and her crew get into the uh, parlor, so to speak, to uh, find that you know the leader of the Griffin Riders joins you all, helping out. Corralling all the suspects that might be there, brought in a human male and a and three human females. Excuse me, not three, two human females and one elven female. One of them's a younger uh, female, blonde hair, dressed prim and proper. Seems to, you know, she hovered around the. Uh, she she was escorted in with a the male, well well tailored, well dressed uh, on the younger side. There's an older human female that's. In the, that was escorted in the room, and there's a... It's an elf. It's hard to always determine the age of an elf. Uh, so aside from those four, the body, Jarl, that uh, Kelgrace was talking to, uh, there's the rest of you that have stepped in the room along with uh, Julius Hellstrom, who is the leader of the Griffin Riders. And we ended it just as Detective Havelock stepped in the room as he was inquiring, as he was called to inquire about the... Uh, what was going on is there is a supposedly murder the... most foul murder most foul thank you <laughs> so that's where we uh left off and uh, that's where we begin who would like to begin step back i'm a cleric i go over to the that's, dead body that, that's not ours <laughs> <laughs> i go over to the body i check it we didn't do that one. whatever clerics do to check to see if they're beyond spare the dying or not oh uh, you can roll a medicine check all righty Actually, Spare the Dying is, uh, you should be able to cast that as well quite easily. Yep. I am with the group still, correct? Yeah, you are. Okay. Was. Are we all in the room now? Yeah, or... you're all in the room. Okay. Um, I got a really good roll on, on medicine, but I'm also really good at it, so that helps. Okay. And Spare the Dying, uh, let's see. You touch a living creature, a living creature that has zero hit points. The creature becomes stable. The spell has no effect on undead or constructs. Yep. Well, a living creature, so he's Text definitely copyright not... Wizards of the Coast, 2023. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think what the DM is trying to tell you is it's not he's dead. not living, that's for sure. Uh I don't know there's much I can do for him. Anybody know how long he's been like this? No, everyone sort of looks around the room and uh you see one of the guards that's by the door that's uh on the inside, you know, doors have been shut and you know, and the detective looks back at him and he goes. Uh, last person to see him alive was uh, 
nods his head over towards the older lady there. It's like about 10 minutes ago, she was, uh, or, yeah, about 10 minutes ago, she was the last one to uh, come out of the room. Uh, which described the lady? She's the older one, uh, older female, probably, I wouldn't say, I would say not late in years, but definitely old, much older, gray hair, bit more round and everything, uh, but very nice, well-appointed dress, jewelry, things like that. It's a lavender dress to go with the theme of the collars. And, you know, she's got a fan in front of her. She's sort of like, you know, she's got a nervous energy about her. And it's got this constant tick of, oh, my God, is he dead? You know, that you can hear her going over and over. Young lady, I know this must be shocking for you, but we must ask you some questions. Flattery. <laughs> yeah, understood. Uh, give me a persuasion check there. All right. Odin. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. I can, I can help. Medicine roll? I can help. <laughs> of can course I, you can did. I, can, I, can I help? Uh, you, there's there? no way to help that one. <laughs> no matter what you one. did. You know what? I've already learned that it's not my place to persuade in this campaign, so. Akazarel says, no! <laughs> he tries to jump in front of him. I have plus yeah. five persuasion for future yeah. reference. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You, so, you stick to medicine. I, I'm actually pretty good. I got plus four, but so, uh, she, one. One. <laughs> she turns to you, Bowden, sort of looks at you for a second. She goes, is, is he, did, did you say he's dead? And you can see her, you can see that, you know, start that. And you can almost, you can almost just watch the, she's going to hyperventilate herself right out of consciousness type thing. Excellent. Oh, Lordy. No, 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 no. Calm yourself. <laughs> oh yeah, that works on every woman known to man. <laughs> yeah. Just calm down. Calm down. Just, just calm, calm down. down. As, as I keep fine. compounding the calm issue. Down. Well, you guys she... are compounding the issue. The the elven female you really are overreacting. Yeah, the elven female looks at the looks at the bunch of you trying to calm this one lady down. Shakes her head, walks over to the tall elf you were talking to, Kel Grace, and she's like, "Could you just pour me a drink?" <laughs> God, what's wrong with these people? That's what I'm missing. Sorry. No. You I'm saying nothing. Like okay. my mouth is staying shut because no matter what I say, this looks terrible. So yeah. and counting on you guys. You see the detective walk over and she's like, here, and he was like, here, have a seat, relax. You know, you're fine. There's nothing going on. We're just trying to he's got a very calming demeanor to him. He's like, we're just trying to find out what's going on. And, you know, um I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> and he's like, Lady Withers, it's 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 fine. Just relax. We are we're just trying to find out what happened. I'm going to keep going with that one. Are you mad? There's a dead man right there. <laughs> That's when Julius walks up. He's like, you're not helping very much. <laughs> Just... oh, let the, oh, let the, right. let the detective handle it <laughs> for a moment. And they, the, tech, the detective takes Lady Weathers over towards uh, one of the other chairs. It's definitely puts the body that's in the chair. But she only sees the back of the chair. She doesn't see the body. She might be able to see like the leg or the hand and everything else. But then that she's you know, he goes on, talks about it. And that's when while Detective Havelock's talking with her, he looks at the rest of you and he's like, okay. So he looks over at the uh male and female uh humans and goes, Well, so what is your story? When was the last time you saw him? Oh, and they, they sort of look at each other for a moment. The the female sort of goes, Well. We we finished conducting business with, with them for about a half hour ago. We were, um, you know, we weren't the last ones in here, anyways. He's like, okay, about thirty minutes ago, and he looks over at the, he looks back at the guard, and he's he's like, yeah, probably about right. Yeah, they were, you know, 
they weren't the they weren't the last ones to see him alive, but they were basically he's, the guards confirms. Yeah, you're you're right. They're kind of telling they're telling basically the truth is what the guard says. It's like, yeah, that's how I come out about thirty minutes ago. You know, I was like, okay, so you guys are the oldest ones. Mm-hmm. He looks over at the elf and she goes, "What?" She's like, "So you were conducting business with him too?" It's like, yeah, I was just I came to pay my respects to the lord. He was busy. He was just finishing up. He just finished some type of business and we'll, said he wasn't feeling well. So I let, let him be. He goes, I, and the, you see Hellstrom sort of looking at him. He goes, uh, I didn't catch your name. And she's like, Lady Thorpe, Maya Thorpe. He looks at the other two and he goes, um, Do we know that name? Uh, Have we met that name before? You can give me. I think Bowden's checking right now. <laughs> you can see the, 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 the roller decks rolling for Bowden's head. <laughs> I don't. I don't see it though. I don't recall her off the bat either. He looks at. He goes well, and he, then he looks at the re- and he goes, "Kel Grace, <laughs> how do you fit into this picture? You and your elven companion fit into this picture." I have no idea. I was asked to come meet somebody in this room. I walked in. Dude was. Oh, dead. You, you actually walked in with the gentleman you wanted to talk to, just for clarity on your sake, in case you get it confused. But if that's oh, if yeah. you say it the Thank other you. way, you're good. If you say it the other way, you're good. Okay. Okay. I stand by what I said. Okay. He's like, okay. Um, hmm. That poses an interesting question. About the time he's saying that, uh, you see the detectives sort of stand up for a moment and everything else, but then the door, there's a door cracks open and in steps uh, Father Dumas. I was walking in and it's like, somebody called for a priest. No, a Bowden. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I was told uh, somebody needed my attention. Well, unless there's something you can do with them when they're already dead. Uh, you're kidding, right? No. Nope. He walks over, and he takes a few. He takes a few minutes to stand there, and that and the detective looks at the rest of you. He's like, "So, what about the rest of you? How are you involved?" Looks at Bowden, Ares, and Adrock. And I'm just here for the party. I heard that <laughs> decided to come into this room after I had a conversation over there and found this guy here. Have a very, very oh, not heavy... the party in that room. Sorry, <laughs> I, I misunderstood that one. I thought you were like, I came in this room for the party with the dead guy. <laughs> well, the party's everywhere. I just happened to... <laughs> actually. I think I believe I heard I heard a bit of a scuffle and came in. You guys, hear, you guys can hear some one go boy and go playing in the background. Yeah, <laughs> I was here for the gambling. I have a problem. <laughs> Lady Haven Tree can. Um, I can understand that she can definitely gets a uh, heck of a good game of uh, chance going at her parties. I'd, I'd avoid the tables if I was you, and this is Hellstrom looking at you guys and talking, and Half-Locks like, so, I guess we have a problem. We have several suspects. We have one dead body. Who are our actual sub- suspects in this context? Well, from what I can gather, Kelgrace, the Lord and Lady Antos, and he nods over to the, the couple that's standing over the young couple, the young human couple, Lord and Lady, what's their last name again? Uh, Antos or Antis. Uh, I'll go Antos. A-N-T-E-O-S. He goes Lady Lady Weathers, but he has the sort of raises an eyebrow when he, he says it. You know, you get the idea that it's like kind of hard for him to believe. And he goes Lady Thorpe, and he looks back at the elven female that's over there with your contacts. Yep. There, um, Kel Grace that's just sort of standing there next to the other elf. Quite an interesting collection. Uh, you know, Father Dumas is taking a moment to uh look at the body and he's and he calls the detective over and he goes something odd in this and he picks up the old man's hand and you can see 
red ink all over it, almost like he put his hand in like a an ink pad, like spilled ink or something. On the body? Yeah, on the on the on the body, the the right hand has got a bunch of ink all over the palm, palm and fingers, Ma- mainly on the fingers, stretching into the palm, almost as if the ink had been spilt on it. Does anybody else have? Are there any traces of spilled ink in the room? Give me a either perception or investigation check there, Aries. Anybody uh, anybody have proficiency you're kind to of give doing, me advantage? <laughs> you're kind of doing this on your own if you... Okay. All right. Well, plus seven investigation and I'm proficient in it. Um, you're welcome to take a look there too, Adrock. I, wa- I walk up to Adrock and I'm like, hey, I think there might be something going on with that spilled ink. <laughs> I believe in you, boys. Yeah. Pat him on the back. <laughs> So I, I, I'm going to use the time where the detective is talking to them just to uh, move closer and study the area around the body and the body okay. itself for anything out of place. Um, so I was a little upset with you guys for not listening to me until I realized I was muted. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, are you kidding you me? They just downstairs? like kept talking like right over me like I'm a woman else. or something. <laughs> no, um, no, I have a passive investigation of 12, if that's helpful. And a yes. passive perception of eleven. Okay. Oh my god. And a passive insight my, of fourteen. My passive okay. investigation is seventeen. Yep. Fine. Your passive yeah. investigation is Adrox, it's with your with, with your keen eye and mind, you notice that the uh the human couple, as soon as they start talking about the red ink, you notice the, the male starts like rubbing his hands together. And you see the female has uh no, not like this. He's like trying to rub something off his hands. It's like if he's got some uh something on it. And the female out, out, damn spot. Yeah. Yeah. And the female seems to take her hands and uh bury them somewhere, bury her in her dress. Basically take her hands out of sight. But as you do, you notice that they both uh on their right hand also have a red red tinge to them as well. The table, uh the desk also has a bottle of ink that you probably it could be said there's a couple bottles of ink and there's also a would be a blotter on pad that uh from your angle of just looking would definitely have contained red ink at some point hmm. i i say very loudly and obnoxiously uh that i can't help but notice that you that you two have the same uh ink on you that our uh, our victim does uh <laughs> you say it very loudly and that's when you know the detective was looking at the body of Father Dumas looks up and follows your eyesight. He goes, he looks at the two, he goes, show me your hands. And you see them sort of hesitate for a moment. And the male sort of like pulls his right hand out and shows. He's doesn't have the same coverage of ink that the uh, elven body did, but he has it on uh, three of his fingers, so the, the index, the middle, and the, the thumb. He goes, we, it's, we just signed a contract with him. Of course we're going to have ink to on our fingers to, to seal the contract. And the the lady does the same thing. Pulls her hands out. She's got the exact same markings on her hand as well. What what contract would that be? What business is it of yours? You say what? that you say that standing atop the murder the murdered man who just signed a contract with you. What kind of contract requires you to sign it with your fingers, rather than <laughs> a quill or something? It is the mark of a you know understanding that we put our blood into the contract, so to speak. Uh, looks like he did too. Can I Literally. can I intimidate him a little bit? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. 18. Yeah. 
Would you sort of <laughs> do you take a menacing step towards him? And he's like, look, it, we were just making a contract for a business contract, nothing more. The fact of him being, and you see the guy is like all of a sudden just starting to talk. He's like, the fact that he's being dead screws us. And about that time you hear him oof as his counterpart, I mean, literally hard enough to probably break a rib, elbows him in the ribs. Like, shut up. It's like, look, we we're making a business deal with him tonight. Nothing more. Him being dead screws us completely. Okay. Then please produce the contract. Probably still sitting on the table. Is there a contract sitting there? There's several documents on there and everything else. You want to go rifling through the Julius sort of steps forward, is like, I'll take I'll do this. Mm-hmm. Then he steps forward and he finds a couple sheets of paper. And he's like, he's like, opens up one finally and he looks at him. Goes and pulls it up. He's like, hmm, surprising. He he looks at it for a second. It's like, whatever your business is is with him is like, yeah, I don't see why not. But he he shows the contract. It has the fingerprints of three different people on it. And you notice that the one of the thing, the one set of fingerprints is really smudged, almost as it was clumsily. The two sets were. If it was done after they were dead. Not, I mean, yeah, couldn't it it could very well be. Are the terms of the. You wouldn't happen to know by looking at it if the contract of the ter- if the contract terms change in any way based on the death of somebody on the contract. Post mortem. Post mortem. He looks, you know, just like not my purview and everything else. But he takes a moment to look at it and he goes, "Nothing that says that. They're just uh, looks like they're making a deal to get better prices on some of the goods they ship." So these two seemingly just signed a contract. And uh, it looks like they're telling the truth about him being dead really hurts them more than him being alive. So maybe these two didn't do it. And about that time, you see Father Dumas sort of picked up the glass and you see him, you know, you can definitely see the magical energy of him casting a spell bowden. Uh, mm-hmm. You recognize it's basically an anti-poison spell. You see, you see him taking the time and going, ooh. That was uh, somebody who definitely not wanted him to be functional. And Father Dumas looks around and the detective looks over and is like, what's going on? He's like, well, if unless I miss my guess, the uh, very strong narcotic was uh, mixed with his drink. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Lady Weathers, when you left the gentleman, what, what kind of condition was he in? Was he speaking with you as you left? Uh, he was, he was disoriented. He was, uh, I just thought he might have been tired from a long day, but he was not, not his usual, uh, animated self. Hmm. He almost, well, I wouldn't want to lead you in terms of your description, but go on. He was, he was more very, details he, that you, you might have. <clears throat> he was very lethargic, but, um, he I was surprised he wouldn't acknowledge. He didn't really acknowledge me well, especially saying, especially since my, um, I was bringing my regards for my husband of not being able to attend, and the fact that she's not looking at the being able to see the body or anything else, she seems to be a lot better. She's like, but I can't believe he's dead. I've known him for, and she goes down a long tangent. Yep. It's like bring it back. Yeah, it's a couple times for you to bring it back and forth, but uh, the best you get out of it is she goes like, you, he was almost. It was like him being so drunk he couldn't function. I see. Uh, was he drinking when you arrived? Oh, he always has a glass of one of his favorite brandies with him. I see. 
Father Dumas, would you mind showing her the glass? I picks it up and was like, oh yeah, yeah, this was, I mean, they found it on the floor next to him. He's like, yeah, I think that's the one he was holding. I see. So, so you've visited with him frequently in the past, perhaps on a social occasion. Which does he have a favorite decanter that he drinks from? Uh, Hellstrom, because I can answer that. If he goes, he goes, those three over there are, the, are his favorite drinks and everything else. And you know, he always has those refilled with his favorite things. And it's over on the table next to the two elves. And you, you see the, uh, both the elves are sort of like looking at the glasses, like, oh no, <laughs> type stuff. Looking and looking at each other, <laughs> looking at the table. Like, you sniff the glasses and everything else. When you turn and look at the conversation, he's like, yeah, I've, I've shared a drink or two with him, but he always, it's always poured from one of those decanters there, depending on what the, uh, depending on his mood, I should say. Uh, Father Dumas, you were the one, you, you managed to smell the presence of the, uh, the narcotic. Would you be able to det- determine if any of those bottles happen to have it as well? He goes, yeah, I should be able to. And he went over, looked at him. The one that's pretty much down to like the maybe three fingers left in the bottle. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's definitely it. And he I looks see. at the, he's like, well, I'm glad we didn't pour from that one. <laughs> the the male elf is, you know, the one that Kilgrace walked into. Looks like, well, I'm not taking any more chances. And the female's like, nor am I. Sets them down, type of stuff. And you see, also Father Dumas, he did the smell, but he also uh, cast. You could tell he mumbled a, a few words and cast some magic. Okay. Hmm. So we have. Uh, is there anything else that stands out around the uh, the the corpse? He goes, as, as a matter of fact, I was just getting ready to talk to the uh, detective when you said that. As a matter of fact, there's a uh, small puncture wound under his uh, left arm, in his armpit. How small? He goes, probably a, di- you know, a smaller diameter than my pinky. Didn't really bleed a lot, but... And the detective's like, show me. And you see him father doing this, sort of casually walk back over, pick up the arm. And you can see under, as he picks it up with the with the jacket there, you really can't see any that's dark jacket and everything else, but he pulls the jacket back. You can see the dark red blood stain that has filtered out a little bit and drained out, but there's not a lot of it's not like a whole bunch of blood is poured down the side of this guy. So it does not look like a fatal wound. It may have been applied after he died. He goes, I think it he goes, I think it was actually this uh uh so Kilgrace more think of in modern day more like a uh knitting needle or a darning needle size. He goes, uh well Unless I miss my guess, I mean that's the pretty much a direct route to the heart from that angle. True, but there so, would be significantly more blood then, wouldn't there? Not necessarily. I'll let me roll medicine see if I'm barking up the wrong tree. Yeah. Hold on, fifteen, I think. You're thinking that um, there should be more blood. I mean, based on the size of the of the wound, it, it, you're it, looking at the size of the wound. What's, yeah, you're looking at the wound and the blood and everything else, and you're thinking with the mixture of a strong narcotic that would basically act make you act drunk and everything else uh that combination probably could have killed him okay so maybe they immobilized him with the uh narcotic or they you yeah. re- reduced his ability to fight back yeah. and then slid that between his ribs so um you do realize that uh it's definitely uh, a unique way to kill him mm-hmm. is there are there any knitting needles around <laughs> give me a perception or investigation check who else? Who else? Uh, uh, Ares, come here. Comes, goes to Bowden. Pat him on the shoulder. Help me take a look around the room here. 
This is okay. an Adrock, the one you want for investigation. Oh wait, who's, who's the better? Yeah, it's, it's not. Adrock. It's not me. This is Adrock. this is this is more a perception check of looking around for us. Investigating. I mean, well, no, you can walk around the room and look. So you can do investigation here. I'm at minus one. Adrock, you've got good eyes. Pat you on the shoulder. Go take a look. Add add a d4 to your attempt. I would love to. <laughs> All right. Ooh, where is it? There it is. For those playing at home, that was guidance. So <laughs> intelligence. Did you show Adrock the the wound and everything else? Ooh, he gets an idea natural. of what it looks like. Yep. <gasps> so twenty seven before the d four. D four. Holy frioles. <laughs> I need the d four. I will roll it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, roll it. What the heck? Just roll it. Let's see if we get the thirty one. Oh, I see. Let's see if I can get a d four. There we go. Roll. I want to hear a thirty one out of this one. It would be nice, but no. Yep. So Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Oh well. Why'd you roll an intelligence save instead of a investigation? Oh, it's the same. It's the same plus seven. So as the int plus seven. So gotcha. I just okay. Just it, double checking. But they're both plus seven. Okay, Adrock, you're looking around the room. You're like you've taken a look at the wounds. You've looked around the wound. And you're like surprisingly, as you're looking around, you take a your eyes sort of scan the room. There's you know you're looking for like letter. You're like the letter, the letter openers on the table are too big. Things like that. You're like don't really see anything. But what catches your attention? And you have to do a double take for a second. Is the elven female, uh, Lady Thorpe, her hair is done up in a bun, and it has a couple of those. What are they hair called? Pins. Yeah, large hairpins. You know, almost, almost like, like the the chopsticks. Like the chopsticks, and then it's got like the comb in front of them and everything else as part of it. And you're like, that looks. Those could look very similar. Uh, I, I go over to Lady Thorpe and I say, if you don't mind, and before I wait for a response, I I pull. Uh, one of those crochet both? needles out of her both? hair. Roll, roll, me a D, roll both. me a D6. Both. Both. Yes. Both. Roll me a D6. All right. Since you got coached. D6. Three. I'm going to make it an opposed roll. So give me an attack roll to grab it. And it's going to be a, opposed to. She's going to try to defend against it. Okay. How dare you, sir? <laughs> Is it an unarmed strike? Unarmed strike, yeah. Ouch. Oof. Oh, wait. I can save face. Hang on, in, in case this helps. Uh, once per short rest, you may miss an attack. You miss with an attack or fail with an ability check or saving throw. You can gain a bonus equal to the number of allies you can see within 30 feet, max plus five. That's all of us. Be so, one, well, two, you've got three. Father Dumas, you got the three. You got your three yeah. companions, plus Chip. So that would be plus five. So yep. um, I can add five to it. I can make it a 12 if I fail. Uh, you rolled a total of 12? No, I rolled a total of seven. If I fail, it's a 12. Well, yeah, you definitely fail. Uh, you're surprised at how very quick she is to basically uppercut block your arm and step back away from you. What are you doing? Do not touch me. And you also see the uh, male elf sort of look and sort of step back. But it was uh, cat-like reflexes just popped off really fast on her. She's like, who do you think you are walking up and trying to touch me? You are surprisingly agile. It's not you I was touching, though. Those those crochet needles in your hair look oddly similar to the wound uh, hole made in our victim's chest. Oh, so you're going to accuse me just simply because I have my hair done up with something that looks that like it could be used as a weapon? I, I nudge the detective. I'm not accusing you. I'm <laughs> accusing your crochet needle. Um, you see that you know everybody sort of turns towards her and everything else. You want to? What do you want to do, Kilgris? Before I start, oh, 
I was trying not to interrupt the story. Can I use my acrobatics to get those things out of her head? If you're going, if you're going to do that, everybody roll, give a roll initiative. Do we to, want to do that? I'm willing to discuss first. Uh, you guys will roll, we'll roll into initiative. You guys can take actions in initiative order. If you're going to make an aggressive move like that. <laughs> going once. What do we think? Going twice. <laughs> make the call because you called. Let's hold. I'm down. Whatever. You notice as you start maneuvering towards her, she steps back and puts her back where she could face all of you, and you see you see her bump into the credenza with all the little knickknacks and things as the whole thing sort of shakes and everything else. Uh, the companion you were stepping with has stepped away towards the desk and everything else. You notice that the the uh, Lord and Lady Anton have stepped to the far side of the room opposite of Lady. So you can sort of see everybody sort of squaring up across the board, and you hear this doo doo doo. <laughs> what are y'all doing? Your reaction is far more interesting to me than uh, anything else happening in this room right now. I do not like being touched by anyone. Yeah, so why don't you take the crocheted needles out for us and show us what's keeping your hair up? Fine. You see her pull the one off, not the one you were going for, but you see her pull a different one out, hand it to you. It was pulled out. Is this what you want to see? I wanted to see the other one too. Pulls. See if she can pull that off. He's looking to see if she has some magical ability. No, some illusion. Um, you see her hand, baby. Yeah, you see her uh, pull her hand back, pull it back out, you know, and you notice that. Uh, actually, you guys can give me what's the counter for sleight of hand? Oh, investigation. No, it's not investigation. It's what will sleight of hand counter by? Uh... Insight. No, it's not insight. It's um, nope. It is perception. It sticks. Perception. So you guys can all give me a perception check. I mean, is it is it like is it perception? I'm saying I want to see oh. both of them, and that's that's yeah. still a perception check. Like I well, want to no. see both of them. You said you said you wanted to see both of them, and she brings her hand back to pull the other one out with the one in her hand. Right, and she 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 she, she puts the one back that she had just. No, I want to see both of them in your hands. Yeah, at the same at the same when you she's already flipped it out, and she's she shows you another one. And she goes, and then you go, no, I want to see the uh, both at the same time. She's like, you've seen them both. What is your problem? She puts the other one back in. Uh, well, what I'm curious about. I got is a 23. Both of them at the same time out of your <laughs> yep. head. What do you get, Kilgrace? I got a 17. And Aries. Oh, I got a one. <laughs> <laughs> I got a rock. I got a two. Yeah. I got a two. Aries, so Aries sort of looks. One. He's like, ooh, fireflies at the window. <laughs> All right, Bowden. Yeah. This is what you see. And this is when you see Adrox sort of get agitated. You see. She's very deftly, she was able to switch the, uh, as she went to pull out the other one, she was able to switch the one that she had in her hand, make it look like she was pulling it out a second time, and switch the other one to the other side. You could clearly see that. Okay. Um, and she's standing there right now holding it out? Yeah, she has a, she has a, uh, out. She has one of them held, one of them in her hair and one of them in her hands. Uh, may I take right. a look, madam? And I step forward? She reads, she hands it to you. Uh, 
I'm going to I'm going to stumble as I approach so I get closer to her before I take it from her hand. Okay. Um, Give me a performance check. Okay. Seems, Thank you. Well, I mean, no, that's like normal for him, though. That shouldn't be a performance. Like, <laughs> I, he's trying I to convince somebody that's on guard. Fine. I tried, buddy. Can I guidance myself? If you would have talked to him about it beforehand, yes. Hmm? I believe you can guidance yourself if you do it beforehand. Yeah, I haven't rolled yet. Okay, go ahead. Okay. You touch yourself. <laughs> when I think about it. <laughs> the Divinals. That used, uh, to be, that used to be George's theme song for his uh, Paladin. All right. Did he, did he pick it? I'm sure he did. Okay. 21 total. Okay. Or 22, rather. Sorry. No, no. Yeah, 22. Okay. She doesn't seem to react as you stumble forward other than to move it away so she doesn't stab you with it. <laughs> oh, okay. Reach for it and grab the other one. <laughs> okay. Roll initiative and then roll your roll to strike because you passed your performance check. Right. And then everybody can roll initiative as well. Right. Okay. That That is just a straight up what kind of uh, like unarmed strike? Unarmed strike. Okay. Uh, let's see. Is this the same action or is this the same turn or a separate, a different turn? You're going into initiative. So you stumbled forward. Your motion, you're, you're started a whole chain of events, you and Adrox. And so Adrox go, no, I want to see both of them at the same time. But, and you're walking forward. Hey, let me see. Oops. Yeah. Yep. That you go to reach forward and everything else. And you're like, it's a little bit of a stretch for you, dwarf. Try to grab at the top of the head of a elven female, but you're, you're doing a big stretch out there to do it. Yep. <laughs> a big so, stretch. So, oh. and it's first or strike first. I'll give you a strike, then roll initiative. Got it. 15? All right. You snatch it out of the... You snatch it out of her hair, and her sort of hair sort of poof, falls apart <laughs> a little bit. Um, You know, women get upset about that. Yeah. All right, everybody, everybody give me their initiative order. 11. 11, Radrock. 17 for me. Radrock got an 11, too? I forgot. Hold on. 14. No, I had a 16. Yeah, Adrock has 16. Aries, Aries has, has 17. 17. Yep. Bodhi has 2, and I got 14. Bodhi's got 11. Bodhi, oh, you're what? Oh, your custom roll was 2. Sorry. My bad. Okay. You said 14. Yeah, it's the one at the bottom. You got an 11. You're right. I had scrolled <laughs> down enough. I apologize. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Don't put me in charge of things. Oh, Grace, you had a 14? Yes. And Bowden 11. All right. So to review very quickly, Bodhi got him. And it yeah, went, she, and her hair she went pulls through. it out. Her hair, her hair goes okay. everywhere. <laughs> this was the first time I was going to get to use my acrobatic. I might still. That's fine. That'll be I can nice always toss them to you. There he is. You get to go first. Okay. What do you, you um, see, so what you see, just be clear, is you see... Adrox is being very animated about, hey, I want to see both of them at the same time. See Bodhi walk, hey, can I see that other one? She hands it out. About the time you see Bowden trip over, it looks like he tripped over the loose rug and everything else. And he manages to somehow, the short little dwarf manages to snatch the other one out of her hair. And you see her hair sort of go flying. What do you do? Every, um, everything's starting in motion right now. I'd like to attempt to help Bodhi. Bodhi do what? What how do you want to help him? Um, well, isn't he currently being like attacked? 
No. Not yet. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. It might be coming, but not yet. I've got a I've got a honked off I've got a honked off lady elf in front of me with her whose hair is going everywhere, and I'm standing there with the with the two things about to go. Can I to look at them? <laughs> attempt to grab the lady and restrain her? Yeah, you can attempt to grapple. Do I give me give me an an arm attack roll? Unarmed attack. Okay. Go to assault. Go directly to assault. Do not pass go. Do not collect yeah. two hundred dollars. Uh, twelve. As you come in, you see. Okay. She basically straight arms you in the chin. And you step <laughs> into grappling, and you're like, "Oh, okay, that wasn't smart." And you're like, "Okay, she she's got some skills." <laughs> okay, she's got some skills like like your chipmunk does. Oh, oh no! Uh... <laughs> um, and as she as she straight arms you as the reaction, you see her reach out to uh one of the knickknacks on the on the tables, and grabs a uh, looks like a snow globe. Oh goody! And you see a, uh, and you see a magical energy rush around it, and you see her snap out of existence. Oh wait! So what was her <laughs> initiative order? Did she just like, Seven, she went on seventeen? So she went right behind. Aries. Uh, okay. Aries. So that wasn't a reaction to Aries. That was her turn. That was her turn. All right. So if we're okay. if we're out of uh, yeah, she she's vanished of, and everything else. Okay. We're out of combat now. Can we take a look at those damn crochet needles? Yep, and uh, one that Bowden grabbed out of her hair. Just I thought he expect. grabbed both. Yeah, he grabbed the one out of her hair and one out of her hand. Okay, yeah. got it. Sorry. <laughs> Just making sure we got both. Oh, yeah. yeah both. Adrock, your uh, suspicions were correct. You can definitely see uh, some dried blood. Well yeah. done, Detective Adrock. It doesn't help us now, but yay. Wait. Oh, no, it helps me. Do we yeah, is, I mean, is she yeah. gone gone or is she just invisible? <laughs> I would not no, she's, to ask that question. Uh, she vanished. She's definitely you're like, nope, not invisible. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> flail around and everything else. You've heard enough of the uh thunder. I mean, you've heard a couple times of the teleport spell activating, and you hear that crack in the air that you get the distinctive feeling that she magically whisked herself away from the room. The large, the loud pop is the oxygen that was uh, that was that snaps back into place where the body used to be. <laughs> yep. So, question about that. I'm guessing is it a spell? Yeah, it's a spell. Okay. Is it was the snow globe object the thing that held the, or was it her? It was a snow. This you notice the snow globe is gone too. Okay, but mm. to teleport, like, did she have to have the snow globe in her hand, or did she grab the snow? Why was the snow globe important? You saw the magical energy come off the snow globe. Okay. How would how would she know that that was what she needed? Is she that familiar with the dead suspect or the dead person? It's a question you're gonna have to ask her. Great. No problem. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Uh, I, go, I, like, I go over to the detective. Well, sir, what, I, I the, think we found your murder weapon. <laughs> well, the detective, as you're doing that, he's already called over to the guards. Goes, give me a search party. Let's search the ground. She couldn't have gone far. You know that type of thing. Well, if she teleported, she could have gone far. Okay. Like, I don't know, but at least I, I've got to do is I've got to do something to find something. out what's going on. Um, he's like, well, you've done more, done more than I suspected would have uh, come out of you guys. Anybody else just feel like he backhand complimented us? Emphasis on the backhand there a little bit. We keep showing up where shenanigans are going on. You can. <laughs> he, he doesn't know. He doesn't quite know which side we're on yet. There. <laughs> he's like, um. Stay here for a moment. 
And uh, he looks at Hellstrom, and Hellstrom's like, I'll take care of it. And he's like, you see him go out of the room with a couple of the guards, and you can hear some whistles being blown, things like that. <laughs> what do you guys want to do? You guys are in the room. There's a dead body. I'd like to leave. Okay. I'd like to I keep, I would... I'd like to... Oh, sorry. No, I'd that's... Like to, I, well, like I'm, I, I literally, like, room. almost just was, like, suspected in a murder that I just happened to walk in on the dead body. Like, I don't really want to hang out here. This is... Yeah. Can I just kind of... Where is a shadowy place in the room that I can go, Gary? This is way too, like, front and center for me. <laughs> you step you step into one of the corners and everything else. Uh, the gentleman that the elven gentleman that you were uh wanted to talk to is like uh you you know steps over there and with you and he, and he sort of leans up against the uh in between the wall and the you know sort of does that casual lean there so he can see the room and see you and you're like so you still want to talk about our business or uh this is a bad time why does it always have to be me um do I still have your homunculus with me George over in that corner yeah okay. lighter yeah okay because I just remembered that I had I had that just in case. Yeah, uh, the Adrock yeah. was able to sneak it through the door just before it closed at the very yeah. last episode. That's what I thought. Catch his tail in it. Excellent, excellent. Sure, let let's talk. He's like, I just hear you're a, a good mover of goods. I have been. Uh I have some goods to be moved. He pulls out a card. Uh, my ship is down in the docks, and uh, just two crates. Need to get them. Um, Offloaded and uh, brought in past customs. Nothing more. What's in it for me? See him reaching. He takes his left hand, reaches into his coat pocket, pulls out a bag, and he, you know, you can hear it jingle a little bit. Judging from your skillful eye, you're looking in like if you're taking them out like a small, medium, and large bag, a money person, everything else. You're like you're looking small to medium size. He pulls it out, puts it in his hand, and everything else, and basically holds it out to you. I'm pausing to consider because. Part of my uh, joining this group was trying to leave this life behind. Um, he's like, you can always, he's like, I can always find someone else. Maybe not as good as you. True. Choice is yours. Lady Winners is having a bit of a nervous, Weathers is having a bit of a nervous <laughs> breakdown. <laughs> She's a little bit soaked too much in her glass. <laughs> Someone get her another drink. Not out of that decanter, you fool. <laughs> Wait a minute. Maybe we should use that decanter. <laughs> just a just a, a more shallow pour. <laughs> a little bit. I'm going to pass this time just because I feel like with this murder, I'm going to be being watched. But if you need something in the future, please feel free to ask. Sounds good. It's like, well, wish you the... That side quest is gone now. Best of luck. And you see him sort of stroll up to, uh, he sort of puts the money back in his pocket and with a very confident air, he walks up to Julius and sort of nods to him. Julius nods to him, nods back to him. You see him turn and the guard opens the door for him. Julius looks at the guard and basically sends him away. And you see the other two, you know, everybody else that's in the room, the, the, the other three nobles and everything else. You see Hellstrom uh, walk up to him, help uh, Lady Withers stand up, and she goes, don't worry, my dear, it'll be fine. You know, a couple guards come walking in and, you know, help escort him out, escort her out, and also escort the two other young nobles out. As they're being escorted out, Lady Haventree steps in with the uh, 
with Jarl, the 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 uh, elf that you just declined to do a mission with, and uh, says, "Well," and Lady Haventry sort of she's got a smile on her face and everything else. She goes, "Well, this turned out to be a much more exciting night than I was expecting it to. Not exactly the type of test I had planned for you all, but it worked out well." And she looks over at Father Dumas, and Father Dumas is like, "It'll it'll be a moment. It takes time to get everything working again. Just continue." And you see him working. Um, but when you do you notice that you see him actually working on uh basically you know he's got a prayer you know he's definitely doing a prayer ritual and you're like that's not something just to send the dead on its way no that's reattaching the soul that's correct and as you guys all stand there for about a minute all of a sudden you see the elf sort of oh boy never liked him back like that he shakes his head for a second he goes did it work and that's when julius looks at him he goes Yes, you were correct. Somebody was trying to kill you. Again. He goes, well, that always makes for a fun sport. Did you catch him? No, but uh, we got a good idea of who the individual is. And at the same time, we found uh, we might have found a, a group that might fit the bill for what we need. And they, they, all, look at, they all look at you, and uh, you see the older elves stand up. He goes, and that would be the five of you, would it be? Because I am Jordan Exmire. Excuse me, not Exmire. Um, that's the wrong guy. I am Jordan O'Brighton or Britain. Oh, please, please make his last name start with X. You want to be? You want to be Exmire? Fine. You want to be the X Men? So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you will use that one instead of the other guy. No, 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 no. That would be too distracting. But, but, but the opportunity was there. <laughs> Didn't even think of that one. There you go. Jordan next year. <laughs> he sort of stands up, puts his hand out, shake, you know, introduce himself and get an introduction from each of you. Lady when I go to shake his hand, I peek underneath his jacket. And it's the like, blood stain's still there and everything else. How about the sucking chest wound? Is that still there? <laughs> you sort of open the jacket and everything else. Uh, no, the Father Dumas took the time to go through the process and everything else while you guys were busy. He oh, goes, sorry, oh, Father Dumas, you'll have to teach me that one. <laughs> He's like, once you, he's, he's as your faith gets stronger, you'll get there. Oh, oh, oh. wow! <laughs> Sucker punched by the priest, eh? Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> and one priest to another. He goes, I am sorry to put you through the stress of um, this evening. That was not the. That was not what we intended. That's when Lady Haventry steps up as well. She goes, No, that was not what we intended at all. She's like, Why did you bring? She says, Never mind. She's like, I'd like to extend first my apologies for that display. But secondly, I'd also like to congratulate you. It seems like uh, you guys, Kel Grace, you're turning down the uh, job from our mutual friend here. As, uh shows that you're on a path that is actually separating you from uh, your, ma your uh, matron. And we have need for your, um, the skill set of your group, if you guys are interested. Well, it depends on what you need us to do. If it's going to make things better for everybody, we're listening. If it's going to be something bad, you'll have to draw swords against us. We're listening. Do you have to be that dramatic? Yeah, I was pretty much. Yeah, it's, I was I'm, just I'm practicing the, for sermons. Yeah. <laughs> okay. She <laughs> smiles at you, Bo, and she goes, "You know, I was just thinking about maybe having you assassinate all the uh, open lords of Waterdeep for us." Oh dear lord! I am kidding. <laughs> I am kidding. 
<laughs> only the open ones, though. Only the open ones. There's only one, so that, that makes it easier. <laughs> Is it May already? <laughs> He goes, no, I, I, I'm sorry. Uh, my humor is um, a bit crash, but other um, deep edition. Yeah, the purge. She goes, no, uh, it might be actually something right up your alley. From what I'm, what I've been led to believe is, uh, unfortunately, we have a mutual. Let's go with acquaintance. Let's say that. That is kind of beyond the legal reach of not only Waterdeep but also our group overall. And we were hoping that we could enlist your help to bring this individual to uh, justice. Sorry, the name of their group escapes me, so let me look it up. <laughs> so we were kind of interested in you guys helping us re um, bring an individual to, to justice for us. I'm always interested in that. So I'm sure you're you're familiar. Um, and she just, you know, she goes. Uh, Who is justice? She goes, our group, the Harp, you know, I'm I'm a one of the leaders of the Harpers for this local area. And you know the Harpers to be a bit of a network intelligence group as well as a uh group that goes Sorry, out for the viewers at home, Bodie just did a little squee dance at the mention <laughs> of this group name. So I'm super interested to hear a little bit more about this group because I don't think I've ever seen them do a squee dance. You, you might not be interested in this, but we'll see. <laughs> So the Harpers are a bit of a network intelligence groups, but uh, they're also one of those groups that also works outside of the legal system of the city states to kind of ensure a balance happens with uh, what they consider justice. It's their justice is sort of the greater good overall. For the most part, they're more of an espionage or aspiring of gathering intelligence and making sure everything stays a bit balanced. But from time to time, they do step across to do the work of making sure that no one side gets too powerful. Um, they also have connections. And she goes on to explain, she goes, also, we, we, we take the time to uh, seek out those that are doing evil to that would actually cause a world of problems here in our world and make sure they cannot uh, uh, bring entities from across, from other planes in here to unleash on our the citizens of this place so and i'm sure you're familiar with one of our one of our acquaintances that you seem to have at least a casual run-in with once or twice ufus borlock i thought that name might come up <laughs> yes he's unfortunately returned outside of the justice realm of Waterdeep back to his namesake city of neverwinter where he's fairly well protected hmm. um we have not just reason to believe but we have very strong evidence that suggests that uh his time as the open lord and his time as serving the city has been used for a lot more corruption and of gilding his own dowry for the future and everything else so he's basically stolen quite a bit from the city and not only in coin but he's also taken lives and broken them. Lady Silver, or Lord Silverhand, which is the open Lord of Waterdeep that you guys are, have met, Adrock, Adrock especially, she cannot openly act against him, as he is another major noble of another of another city state to the north. So we were hoping, with some discretion, that we could enlist your services to uh, bring him back to Waterdeep and bring him back to justice. I glance at I glance at my compatriots. 
What? <laughs> well, we're all glancing at you, buddy. I mean, you are the one with the moral, uh, with the moral compass here. Yeah, the 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 lawful and the good inside of me are a, a slight a bit of war at the moment, <laughs> but the but the good is winning out. So <laughs> it's like, yeah, there's it's not kidnapping if we're bringing him here to face check. Exactly. Well, like bounty hunting. There, there, there will definitely fair compensation in it for you. Well, can they can they give us more intelligence on where he is and what he's surrounded by? Well, we can definitely share that information before you guys uh, make your journey. But I before that happens, be, I think this would be something we would definitely be interested in helping you with. I love a good old fashioned kidnapping. Good talk, Bodie. Good I talk. Stay with her rice. So, Lady Haventry sort of looks at you that that the four of you and goes, so do you vouch for your new companion? Uh, Ares? Yes. Looks over the, she looks over the tiefling. I've seen nothing but good things from the young'un. Well. I can squish him. He goes out, he seems to go out of his way to take out the the beasties from the beyond. And I don't have any problem with that. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Uh, Not much is known about you there, Ares, as of yet, but I'm I'm sure we'll learn more. Uh, Well, I am sure the uh, party goers of tonight are quite interested in all the comings and goings. This will be the talk of the town, and at least until the next ball next week. But um, how about we meet at your uh, manor tomorrow evening around dinner time? That sounds and we can discuss that more of the uh, activity. That sounds good. <clears throat> and you you hear the uh, Lord Exmire Ex- sort of claps his hands and goes, "Well." That's exciting. Now I'm looking forward to hearing what you know about the uh, about the one that tried to kill me. I know nothing about her, or do I? I don't think. I mean, if if he was killed by her, wouldn't he know? Like, it was an assassination? Can we ask him how it happened? Like, he goes, I. He goes. Seems like he would know the most out of all of us. Yeah, he he goes. I unfortunately it was a little fuzzy. I was. Uh, my drink seemed to be stronger stronger tonight than it ever had been, and uh, I remember. <laughs> talking with uh, Lady Weathers, and she was apologizing for something. And next thing I know, I was looking at her face as she sat me down, and then I remember feeling a sharp pain and seeing an elven lady in front of me. She goes, that's all I really know, but uh, I, I do know this, though. I, I do know at least uh, there are several rival families that are jealous of my business ventures and everything else that have on more than one occasion tried, and this is to uh, rid me of uh, rid rid themselves and me through an assassination and uh one of the reasons i keep uh father dumas on a uh retainer since he has a skill set and knowledge to uh make sure my death is less permanent than what they'd like cal grace are you familiar with any of these people i for some reason i feel like i know that name but i can't place it so which one what can i the the the, the lady Weathers? with the no the lady with the chopstick so is that Weathers? Oh no, that was Thorn. My Thorn. Uh, give me an intelligence check. <clears throat> okay. She's the head of the biggest crime syndicate in the city. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's why I was like, I feel like I know this name, but I don't know why I feel like I know this. Oh name. no, I was uh, that was just a joke, but it might that be might pretty. be it. <laughs> Where is that? Why can't I find that? What am I? What am I looking for? I just lost it. Hold on. Intelligence Sorry, check what? there. Intelligence check. It's at the top on the left side. 
Yeah. It's those numbers, the top left. I see it. Got it's it. This one that says INT. Uh, 19 plus 2 is 21. Very intelligent tonight. Yeah, it's it's not the fact that you know the name. Um, names are pretty much covers and everything else. It, and looking at her, you know, with everything going on, it it wasn't until you think back, and it, it was her her quickness of movement and the fluidness of how she moved and reacted. And that, she, and you know, thinking back, you're like, she was always constantly on edge. She always put herself at the best advantage by making sure she was not in the center of the room. She couldn't be surrounded, things like that. And you're like, hmm. You do know of at least one hired assassin that's known as the Butterfly. You've never met her, but I just at least a description of uh, from your not 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 patron saint. Good lord, your your patron your patron and your <laughs> yeah patron saint. Good lord, Gary. <laughs> yes, I know it's Passover well, I mean, and everything else. I'm in the wrong world, but uh, but your your patron the the madam. You've heard the description of her and everything else, and you're like that was probably. You probably just had your first encounter with the butterfly, which was, you were, you know, the stories you hear of her is she's very efficient at her targets. I mean, that would fit. Is this something that I would be helpful for my the group to know, or something that I should maybe just kind of keep to myself until a little bit later? It's your choice. What would you like to do? Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold until it's just us. Okay. Yeah, but she's um, she's one of those people that nobody really knows who she is, but. You know, there's always rumors in the where, where you think. And, you know, looking back at the hairpiece that she had, one of the things she has is a butterfly style. That's one but of I her tails. I was just wondering if yeah. that was the... Yep. Yep. That's the butterfly. Okay. But that's what you know of that individual. And like I said, it wasn't the name, probably some type of cover at but some the point. Movements and the... But the movements yeah. and everything else in the description and all the stories and all the various tall tales you've heard, you're like, that would actually fit. Okay. Quick, quick name reminder. Sure. The name of the guy that Alexis is is trying to get. Ufus Borlock. It's the same guy. Same guy. That's oh, what goody. I thought. Just double checking. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just collide again. So, so this is a win-win for everyone. That's <laughs> just like how I weave the narrative back and forth. Oh no, I appreciate it. <laughs> Keeps things nice and focused. <laughs> Wait, like watching, that bad all, guy? Yes, that bad guy. Okay, good. <laughs> like watching waves crash together. Yep. All right. Uh, you seem you seem to see the group is uh, breaking itself up. They're the uh, they're kind of shooing you out to go back into the main area. The party itself has sort of been broken up with the the amount of city guard that have come in, and most of the nobles, and the the fact that there's you know games of chance going on downstairs. That sort of ruined the evening for a lot of people. And they've sort of made their way through. There's still a few people out and about in the hallways and the various rooms, sort of talking and carrying on, but not really the same level of what's going on or what was going on when you guys first entered. How are they how are they hiding that the guy that everybody thought was dead is not in fact dead? There's questions about it. It's like they, you know, you I assume he doesn't just like walk back out. Everybody having a good time. <laughs> well, no, what goes on is when they talk about it, it's like, well, you found a dead body, and you know, it's and what you hear one of the one of the guards goes like, "No, he was just uh, he was he was very close to death, almost there." The, the, and, they, and you he hear another one, you know, dead. You hear another one say, "Well, the priest arrived just in time to save him," type thing. Ah, got it. You hear a bunch of back and forth going on, and you you hear buttering, you know, various conversations and everything else, and you see people talking about it. it's like, 
oh, this, I was, you know, you're one of, I had such a good streak down, you know, with the games and everything else. It's like, sorry, this was so broken up and everything else. You know, did you, and then you hear like, did you hear the uh, lady uh, or the Antos have, had uh, broke a deal with uh, Xmire? And that was the whole, the whole, I mean, there's, there's a whole bunch of rumors, like a broken deal with Xmire between those two. Weathers, Lady Weathers and uh, Lord Xmire are having an affair. It's it's sort of like the rumor mill is just rolling. The further you walk away from the room, the, the crazier the stuff gets very quickly. All you know? I could think of when you were saying all of this is Miracle Max from The Princess Bride. And then just saying, there's a big difference between mostly dead and all dead. That is true. <laughs> you know, if, if I were prone to shenanigans, I would go out and 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 add interesting things to all those rumors but i'm not that kind of guy so <laughs> one person no there were four people dead but they're back now <laughs> yeah. father do i mean father dumas and uh get, sort of gets mobbed by people asking about it and he's like oh no 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 he was just just a bad you know bad drink he just needed some attention type thing you know it was like just a uh, bad batch of alcohol spoiled or whatever you know things like that alcohol poison you guys continue to drink and have some food or you guys head back to your own manor? What do you guys do for the, the evening as the ball seems to be closing down yeah. a little bit earlier? Is there still food on the table? Of course there is. Is there still beer in the keg? Yeah, yeah, at least a couple. Why are you asking what the droid, the, why are you asking what the dwarf is doing? <laughs> What's the because, droid doing? Because the dragon lady just got accused of murder. And is like way this way out of her element, and this may have been a little too much socialization today. I grab another mug, hand it to the dragon lady. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> help. Fair. Fair. Well, you guys can sit there and party yourself away the night. Um, lady Haventree, Lord Xmire, the detective thanks you. you know, Havelock comes up. He's like, "Well, you know, don't take this the wrong way, but I hope not to ever see you. Let's not cross paths any more crime scenes." <laughs> I'd greatly appreciate that. I'm in. We'll we'll go out of our way. <laughs> I'm not sure how to take that, but he tips his hat to you and walks off. Right. <laughs> Julius is like, well, I need to get back to my date. He wanders <laughs> off as well. Yeah, there's still a few things going on, but like I said, the party seems to be definitely winding down now. Um, and Everybody you guys start shooing Bowen. He's just got like a Gary wants us to leave. Big mug. Like, <laughs> oh no, you guys. Don't keep on going. What do you guys want to do? <laughs> Bowden's sitting there. He, he's he's making a fool of himself, and he's not making a fool of himself. But he's definitely like Kel Grace. For every mug you put away, he's like three. <laughs> I think I'd like to uh, take a step outside and get some fresh air. Step outside, get some fresh air. You see, while Bodie uh, drinks himself into a stupor. Yeah. What? Uh, I'm a dwarf. It's our lifeblood. Bodin, give me a constitution check. Where did the youngin go? <laughs> he, he, he's buying the next round. <laughs> That's not your constitution check. Con check. That's a 14. No, you're hanging in there quite well. I'm also <laughs> immune to poison. So, <laughs> or resistant to poison. That helps. <laughs> yeah, it does. Bodin seems to be moving through it just fine. Oh, this one tastes expensive. <laughs> <laughs> There is zero outside in the fresh air. The tiefling that you saw down in the uh, uh, downstairs in the uh, game of chance room, mm-hmm. he walks by, puts her puts her hand on your shoulder lightly, and steps in front of you. He goes, 
So where'd you vanish to? Is this the uh, the tiefling that was that matched my 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 platinum bet at the tables? Yes. Okay. The female. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I, it was getting a little, a little too rowdy in there. I needed to collect myself. I tell her. Yeah. Uh, if you thought it was rowdy down there, I heard it was uh, quite scandalous upstairs in one of the rooms. All sorts of uh, political in- intrigue going on, up to including maybe attempted murder. And you see her sort of raise that one eyebrow, looking at you, of like questioning you. I, uh, I'd like to keep my my cards close to my chest. And uh, say, it seems you already know what went on up there. Why are you asking me? Because oh, by all means, I don't know what's going on. I've just, you hear all sorts of things as you uh, speak with other people. She's like, but what are you doing? The, what are you doing the rest of the nights? Well, hopefully I can collect my friends here and head back to our inn. She goes, okay. <laughs> if you're heading out for your uh, friends, then um, maybe, maybe we'll cross paths sometime. Maybe we will. She kind of, she sort of nods to you and uh, turns and uh, gives you the Jessica Rabbit saunter away. (laughs) She's just drawn that way. (laughs) She's just drawn that way. So if you guys eventually kill Grace and Adrock, Adrock, is there anything you would like to do? That looks like Bowden drank Adrock under the table. (laughs) Adrock! Adrock, open your mouth! You're not not swallowing! Yeah, Adrock just carried a screaming chunk out. Give ah, him gotcha. just a second. So as you guys make your guys way, Kilgrace, you help guide a uh, not a fully inebriated Bowden, but he definitely needs just some guys. Just a like, mostly? No, it's like it's a left turn Bowden, not a right. What am I? I'm still wearing ball clothes, right? Yeah, you're still wearing your ball. Can I sprinkles my way into something that you can throw up on and it won't matter? Yeah, we'll oh, just... oh. I'll I'll carry Adrock. I got him. No, it's not Adrock. It's you. What? Oh, oh I'm no, fine. He's still saying. He's still saying. No, I'll carry Adrock. Head. You know, he's... Adrock. As I'm walking, Adrock's head is scraping on the ground behind me. <laughs> Wait, how tall is Adrock now? <laughs> right. Did he switch? He hasn't rolled any d20s recently. Okay. <laughs> Scrape. <laughs> walking along. I got him. I got you, buddy. Fine. But you guys make your way back. To the manor. By the time you guys are back there, you're kind of surprised to see that the uh, the manor hasn't really closed down yet. She's like, "Wow, it's not even midnight yet, and we're already heading home." Type thing. There's still beer back there. What are we doing? <laughs> As Adrock looks at his moon dial on his wrist, <laughs> we, should, we should get inside before it gets too much later. <laughs> As As he stares, uh. Uh, briefly and scaredly over at the dragon lady. Oh, Bowden gets a cold chill. He looks up. What what phase is the moon in? Uh, it is in We're the... We're still like uh, two days away. Come on. Yeah, so it, it's a... Um, it's definitely not full yet, but it's getting there. It's, okay. Uh, it's moving from waning to waxing. Maximum illumination. You're oh, figuring boy. two or three days. Okay. Yeah, it's always fun with the staff when it's a little bit bright out at night. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes the nuts come out. Uh, you guys walk it into the manor. A couple guys come stumbling out, bumping. Oh, hey, sorry. And, you know, stumble their way out and everything else. Check pockets. Well, we check their pockets? 
No, check my own. But uh, you're you're one of those things. I was like, like, I checked there. You stop for a second. You're like, what? Nope, it's right here. Okay, I found it. Got it. Like Wallet, it. keys, glasses. Yep. yep. I mean, you guys want me to check theirs? I can do that. <laughs> no, just wanna, make sure you got your stuff. <laughs> you want to pickpocket oh, okay, them as they fine. walk by you, Calgary's? <sighs> Apparently not. <laughs> it's up to you. You don't have to. You don't have to take it to peer pressure. <laughs> do it, and you're cool. Do it. And you're cool. <laughs> <laughs> now what? Oh crap! <laughs> I vouch for you, boy. <laughs> hey, uh, you made a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. They're gone. They bumped. Okay. They're gone. Yeah, they drunkenly. They, so they drunkenly bumped, which put me on edge for a second. Yeah, because normally my drunken bumps aren't drunken bumps, but yeah. they were actually drunk. Yeah, they were actually drunken bumps. You know, coming out very not paying attention to where they're walking out to, and what? Oh, hey, look, we're just gonna run over somebody and not not have anything else. But Adrock, is there anything you would like to do? No, I'm good. Okay. Is your homunculus back with you? Yeah. The homunculus stays with you for the evening. Okay. So I've got a meeting tomorrow. Oh, wait, with me? Yeah. I like the homunculus. I get to keep the sugar going. So, Bowden, we're going to wrap it up here soon. If that's what you were saying. Hmm? You said you got a meeting tomorrow? Oh, no, no. I, I In the game, I oh, literally have a meeting tomorrow. We literally have a meeting tomorrow in the game. Yeah, yeah gotcha. Yeah. So, Bowden, you hear a, a deep, gravelly voice for um, come to you. He goes, Bowden, we had an agreement. I let you go. You promised me a sword. Where is it? You can respond to this message. You feel the magical sending spell impact you, and you hear the, uh, the voice of an, an ogre you'd met. Oh, I remember him. He gave yep. us he's the one that gave us the, the uh the flying the flying the the flying critters. Yep. The Ion stones or whatever. Do we all do we all hear this or is no, this? No, sitting just... spell is a point to point. It's it's basically a cell phone. Okay. <laughs> In his brain. Because yep. like Aries doesn't know about an ogre an ogre. Nope. Crack. Okay. You get you all see Bowden sort of stop for a second, sort of cock his head to one side like he's listening. I Maybe promised I'd bring it back when I had it. I don't have it yet. Oh boy. He's had a lot to drink, even for him. <laughs> but it speaks it out loud and everything else responds. It didn't set a time frame. I'm it not is. I'm not double dealing here. It's complicated and you know it. So you hear Bowden talking to himself for a while and everything else. <laughs> uh, you know, Just like, on and goes, and, uh, <laughs> he goes, and you get another sending spell. About the same time you finish the, your first comments, he goes, just letting you know, I'm still here, Bowden. I ain't forgot. <laughs> that, that, You're not uh, sure if everything that you sent across got to him or not, <laughs> right? <laughs> but I'm drunk, so I don't care. <laughs> Bowden sort of stands, looks looks at the room and everything else, and uh, talks to himself for a little bit. You guys look were, at that, I was like, "What? The weird ogre guy? You guys didn't hear the weird ogre guy?" I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's Bowden for you. <laughs> As Bowden, as you sort of push your way up the stairs and everything else, go to your room, you see the door just open for you. Goes, oh, it auto opens. Yeah, auto open for you. Yeah. And you feel what's like... The, a, is what's the name here? Does it normally do that? Nope. Okay, just checking. <laughs> like, did yeah. I miss the feature in this in this manner? Is your, 
You don't remember about your poltergeist friend? Oh yeah, I just—that's uh, who I was asking. Is he—is he up up here? Yeah, he, he just, stays down by the bar. But yeah, you for some reason he came up, opened your door for you. What and, is his, uh, what's his name again? I can't remember. Crap. What's his name? Uh, Fred. Fred no. the ghost. <laughs> the ghost. Uh, let me look at my notes. I, 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 I bring remember. my notes up, but but they're on my server that's down at the moment. So <laughs> what'd you do, Leaf? Leaf. Hi, Leaf. How you doing? Thank you much for the door. As you make your way to the bed and everything else, you feel yourself knocked over under the bed. <laughs> it's like, it's like somebody like, put his hand in his chin. In go to chest. bed, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I think I've been told it's time to sleep. Dang it, can't blow out the candle. Candle goes out, door shut. Monk. Well Snore. done. Well done. You guys get to, for the rest of you that are still awake, get to enjoy a little bit of the band that's uh, playing in the manor. Uh, not too bad. Uh, they definitely won't call the, cause the cats to cry. But eventually you guys make your way up and it's the uh, next morning. Snore. <laughs> that was the first one. It was the first one downstairs for breakfast. Not me. Okay, that go, Grace. I can be the first one. Okay. Save versus waking up. <laughs> Save versus waking up. There is you're down there for a little bit eventually before the, the rest of the group joins you. Uh as the rest of the group joins you, they, they notice that the uh pile of the dog, you know, there's a black and white dog that sort of just hangs out in the locate in the uh tavern. Okay. And he seems to have no problem to sort of lean in into you. If you stop petting him. You get the you not only get the paw, but you get the claws to remind you. Go no, don't stop yet. You're not done. Oh. And uh, a young female, not a young female halfling, a female halfling is moving through the area. You know, in the morning, serving stuff. She drops off a basic plate of meat and cheese and bread for yeah, breakfast me. and everything to you. A bit of a a weaker drink and everything else. Not so much alcohol. As and she goes, the rest of you join. The rest of them join you soon. If they ever get up. I can't ever tell if they're night owls or they're early birds because they just seem to switch all the time. Snore. Yeah. It's the whole building sort of rocks and it's like, that must be it. Boating. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, about, you know, I wouldn't say mid-morning, but still on the early, still before the, uh, as the day gets busier in the morning and uh, the more activity gets on the street, it eventually wakes everybody up and you guys make your way down to the main, main room. Ah, what time is it? Clatter, 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 clunk. Rattle, 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 clunk, clunk. Ah, where's my sword? I don't use a, I use a sword. Hold on. Oh, <laughs> rattle, rattle, clunk. Rattle, rattle, clunk. Thump, 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 thump down the stairs. Do you Clatter, really time is it? want to? I'm going to come down super annoyed now. <laughs> if they weren't up, they are up now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so she, she looks up and she goes, I'm going to go get the uh, big scary one here. Uh, Something to deal her with the hangover, tonic. she has. Yeah, her morning tonic. <laughs> Brings back Might like the, uh, the Bloody Mary style drink. <laughs> Medicinal purposes only. <laughs> yeah. Brings back the Bloody Mary style. Oh, it's just for feeds and everything else. You guys got a few hours today before um, you're meeting with the uh, Lady Haventry. Anything you'd like to do or I'll simply fast forward. And Lady Haventry is Alexis's uh, companion slash potential good. Uh, 
I had made I had made an appointment to meet with. Ah, I don't have my notes. Uh, oh, you you oh, okay? You met with um, you're talking oh, nuts. The the Castellante's daughter. Yes, Viren. Thank you. Yep. Um, yeah, you realize you're like, ah, I'm gonna cut this close, Bowden. Run, 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 run. You see Bowden's like, oh, I'm supposed to go meet with uh, the Castellantes. Uh, anyone you'd like to join me? And then he just bolts out the door. <laughs> as fast as his dwarven little legs will carry him. Which is <laughs> Oh. So you make your way over to the uh, appointed place, which happened, and this time doesn't happen to be the uh, the actual Castellantes estate. It's, you know, a bit of a more upscale restaurant that could actually have like private seating and as you Bowden did anybody follow Bowden or Bowden just goes out by himself I'll go with Bowden okay yeah where's the where's the little dwarf going let me go fuck him out <laughs> you rapidly outpace me <laughs> yeah. so you might just roll there. my eyes you make your way the two of you make your way there and as you get there the uh the maitre d' sort of looks at you just like could I help you uh help the two of you and and he go, and then he looks down at his nose for a second. He goes, "You wouldn't have to be Master Bowden, would you?" Exactly. Don't you have our table ready. He's like, "Your your guest is already here." Very good. Yeah. And he leads you. Try you not know. look. Try not to look surprised. <laughs> uh you make your way there, and there's uh, Viren sitting at the uh, table, and you notice that she's sitting there, and. There's probably nobody else around within three three tables around her. Yeah, she's scary. As we approach, I lean over to Ares. Hey, Ares. Aside from the fact that she's cleared like everybody from around her table, do you notice anything else weird? Anybody else shady or suspicious? Take a look, my boy. Pat, pat, pat. Give me a perception check there, Ares. Add a d4. E, e, okay, okay. <laughs> so you, uh, you asked the wrong person. <laughs> Okay. All right. You're the one who chose to be his bodyguard. This is true. Okay. Eight plus a D4. (laughs) There's a, you know, there's the servers that are sitting there. Ten. (laughs) Total of ten. Okay. I'll take my passive for 13. (laughs) (laughs) You guys both notice that at least one of the servers that is at the T cart is not really moving the T cart as probably as often as he should be around the room. But he stays within a very short distance of Viren's table. Is he obviously wearing one of those charms? Is he one of the werewolf dudes? Uh, no, you look for the charm. You don't see it. Uh, doesn't look like. Definitely got the air of a bodyguard or got some it. type of. But looking for the uh, moon shaped charm and everything else, you don't notice any. You don't see anybody with those. Okay. I come over. Well, hello, Lady Viren. How are you today? Because Bowden, I was wondering if you if you'd forgotten our appointment. No, it was close. We had we the party went a little later than we expected. <laughs> oh, the Rose Ball. Indeed. I'm surprised you weren't it. there. I you was there. Uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was there for a time, but I, I apparently I, I left too soon. My leaving fashion, you know, in a in a timely fashion, missed all the uh scandalous intrigue that I hear went on. There were what did you hear? <laughs> I, I heard the call of lots of beer and food. <laughs> As to be expected. And, you know, when she sort of says that, she sort of 
drones officer looks away and she goes, so you asked to meet. What could I do for you? Well, you know, she doesn't offer offer either of you guys to sit down. So you guys going to sit down. This is me on your own accord type thing. I'm, I'm sitting down. I, I just yeah. I didn't even ask. I just sat yeah. down. It's like I'm here to talk with her. So <laughs> yeah. does she does she do anything negative in response mm-hmm. to the sitting down? Nope, she doesn't do anything, but she, you notice she's her etiquette skills are lacking. Ah, I noticed this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> They're really lacking. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of a different demeanor for her from what you've seen out of her before. Huh. Hmm. She goes traveling with. She goes. I'm sorry, I didn't catch your. Uh, oh, your traveling she companion. Who this guy is? Oh, this is Aries. Say hi, boy. Hello. It is I. <laughs> <laughs> She's as talkative as the other one. He's as talkative as the sorry. He's as talkative as the other one. Because Aries, I'm Viren. It's very nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. Are you a uh, cell sword like the others? Uh, up until recently. Interesting to throw in with this lot, but I think you. Uh, I don't know. You may have better luck. I don't know which way you'll have better luck. But she goes boating. That's not weird. <laughs> she tries like, are these guys good to hook up with or not? They're not dead yet, so there's that. But <laughs> She goes, so what do you want to speak with me about, Bowden? Well, we have a mutual acquaintance, of course, who has... So you're speaking of Alexa. Of course. First off, what I want you to understand is it's never, it's not my intent, nor it has ever been my intent, to have her blood on my hands. Understand that I'm not out to remove her, to take her out, or anything else like that. I'm just trying to stop all these horrors that have been descending on the city. I understand that she is truly desperate for some justice in this this town, especially because of the foul person that brought all the horror upon her and her family. She has not had a, uh, a a good family life. Father disappeared at sea, her mother killed for being a witch. And I know Demos did as much as the best as he could, but I'm sure that there was probably she probably getting as much as she could out of that. But I would say he was a childless brute and never fit to actually raise raise a child. Point being she's had a tough time. Holy moly, that was quite a statement. She has. Um She's had me and my friends for a while, my circles, but it seems like uh, she doesn't care for those either. So what do you want to ask of me, Bowden? Well, first off, are you no longer uh, acquainting with, are you no longer in her circle or is she no longer in your circle? Uh, She has not been removed, but I have not seen her and she will not speak with me. Hmm. I, I had hoped that in since I don't know how to contact her directly, I had hoped that speaking with you would somehow filter its way back to her. But I if can... that's not the case, that seems to be. Oh, I can always. I'm. I'm quite capable of getting a message to her, but I've not had her respond to me, regardless of the, the attempts. She's not spoken with me in probably probably about a week. How long has it been since we had the? Uh... The, the the we we were all at the house when it was raided, our, our dinner with Alexis. 
that has only been about four days. A week okay. would have put you about back to interrupting the the ritual. Okay. Jeez, a lot has happened really fast. Oh wait, no, no, the one the the meeting we had with her in town. The meeting you had with Alexa in town. Yes. The dinner. Yeah that that was about four uh, three days ago. Okay. And prior to that, if you go back a full week, that puts you back roughly the same time you guys did the encounter of the ritual in the strange mansion, the strange glowing door in the woods. Right. Oh, that's that's a week back? Yeah. Hmm. So that's the last time that, that Varen had spoken to her. Interesting. Well, it seems like I've actually had a chat with her since you have. U- ultimately, what it comes down to is this. Alexis has identified the one individual she is most interested in ensuring that there is justice prevailed in some fashion for all that has happened. And that happens to coincide with what we would like to pursue as well. And I just wanted to get word back to her that uh, we will be pursuing that individual shortly. Who is this individual that you're pursuing? Borlock. Borlock. She'll know. You see her pick her glass of tea up, take a drink, but both of you can't help but notice a slight smirk on her face as she drinks her tea. As she brings the glass back down, she recomposes herself. She goes, I will uh, I will do what I can. Um, but Deception yeah. check. Huh? Is she deceiving me? Are you... Did you say... Are you, deception is when you're trying to deceive them. It's insight check if you're trying to... Is it? Yeah. Okay. You're try- are you trying to deceive her? Or are you trying to see if she's being deceptive? I'm trying to see if she's being deceptive. Insight check. Got it on it. Seventeen. She is not being. De- uh, she's uh, regarding the fact that she'll try to reach out and contact her. She's not being deceptive whatsoever. She okay. almost seems happy to hear the news from you guys. And she, you see her take her ring, adjust it on the finger, and she goes, "If you give me a moment, I can at least." see if uh she'll respond you see her twist the ring and everything else and you can see the the magical energy sort of uh waft off the ring and she goes alexa i'm here with your friend Bowden and a uh a new tiefling and they say they are going to track down borlock who you've you've your paths are going to cross please talk to me oh so she's already on the she's already on the path, eh? Oh, did she already? When you say on the path, did she send them? Yeah, she sent the. She used a magical spell to send a message to her. Oh no, no, I, I oh. implied. I, I got that. I was. Okay. I heard. I was. I. I am assuming she was saying that out loud. Yeah, she was. She was saying that out loud, so you could actually definitely hear it. Right. So as a follow up, I'm yeah. just basically saying, so she's already on the trail. Good. Not good, but good. <laughs> I don't know if she is. Or, I mean, ever since she's found. Uh, the truth about him i she's been trying to find him i don't think she knows where he's at right now it's probably but, best that she stays here in town don't worry we're on it where are you where are you guys going i think it's best that we keep that to ourselves at the moment just because the last thing we need is to accidentally meet each other up in a dark room and start drawing swords and somebody gets hurt <laughs> that's the last place you will find me in a dark room drawing swords. Oh, not you. Just anybody. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, no, understood. He's like, well, I, I guess uh, 
I guess if I was Borlock, I guess I'd be worried. I you believe he should be. be. <laughs> From what I've heard, you uh, you and your companions are quite capable. Well, when it's up, when it's us against the darkness of the of the night, we try to shine a bright, as bright a light as we can. I've got to work on those metaphors. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Eventually, I'm going to have to do some decent sermons, and that just, that just doesn't work. <laughs> Apparently not. She's like, well, what, are the, what What? else would you like to talk about? That's all for us. That's all? That's all. She's like, well, if there's something I could do more to help, please reach out, and I will be happy to uh, give you what information I can. Uh, very much appreciated. Sorry to put you out. Sorry to put you out to all this work, but... <laughs> Oh no, but no work no work whatsoever. I have no idea why they are uh they must be short staffed as she looks around at the uh tables not being certain you know being empty and served but other people. And you, you can definitely tell that the, the restaurant's sort of overloaded on one side. Right. Is, is, wait, is she honestly uh is she did she honestly not notice that there was a that there was it was cleared out in this area, or was she just being coy like I was? You can definitely tell she's being coy. Okay, good. All right. She goes, well, um, maybe there's something I can do for your uh, for your journey. Oh, Everything else, maybe, maybe I can assist with something. And she reaches over to her uh, purse and she pulls out a sack of coins. She goes, maybe this will help you. Um, maybe the least I can do to uh, help give Alexis some peace. I, I, I don't need anything for myself, but I'm sure some of my compatriots would appreciate something to help them. You can mark, some of their costs. So. You can mark down 20 this, platinum. This is why we have to join him on these things, because he will <laughs> turn down money. Hey, I didn't turn it down. At least I'm learning that much. Yeah. My first impulse is like, no, 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 keep your money. <laughs> you see her. It's going, like, I'll, then, I'll I, then in my head, I saw, I saw Adrock pulling out a brick and hitting me in the head with it. So it's like, no, I think I'd better bring it along for some reason. <laughs> I, nod, mark, I start nodding. Bodhi looks down, back. I start shaking my head. You can mark down 20 platinum. So. For, for for convenience, everybody just give yourself four platinum because we'll just split yeah. it up. So yeah. She goes, Well, uh I do have uh she's like, You're you're more than welcome to enjoy a meal here, but I, I've got to uh I hate to say it, I'd I really have someplace else to be. But I'm very happy that uh uh you invited me. You invited to talk you invited me to talk with you. It was what? enlightening. I look forward to seeing Seeing more of what you, more of you in action. We appreciate you taking the time. I look around. I've never eaten here. What do they have? <laughs> Think of more like a Texas Day Brazil style breakfast. Oh, Aries, you hungry? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So about lunchtime, Bowden and Aries come back like, holy cow, that was a good meal. <laughs> and, and Aries, you're realizing that you don't try to out drink a dwarf, and you try to you don't try to out eat a dwarf. Neither one of them work very well for you. Nope. Nope. It, it doesn't bode well. <laughs> so many uses for the term bode in this game. Yeah. You roll a one, you do this, you roll this, you do this. Uh, so you eventually make it back. In the meantime, Kelgrace and Adrock, what are you two party goers doing? <laughs> um. I'm just really glad that I was not there for those uh, amazing analogies and puns. 
because I'm not sure I'd be able to hold the eye rolls in after my rude awakening and my uh, delightful morning potion. I'm just going to be sitting at a table eating and trying to make myself not be as annoyed as I feel. Yeah, you kind of got the kind of got like a rest. It's that restlessness to you that you've not felt in the same way that you have in the past of uh, of when you're in between jobs and you know needing a little bit of excitement. But you know you you can feel that restlessness building in you. Like you got to get something done, but it's it's more of a sharper than what you felt in the past. After the after the morning tonic and everything else, it seems to ease a little bit, but you still feel that. A bit of a buzz in the back of your head. Adra. I am working on um, making my homunculus a living camera. A uh, living what? camera. Please, please enlighten us in detail what you're what you're trying to do. Yeah, so I'm I'm uh, working with my ability to um I'm looking it up, sorry. Your artificial your artificial ability? Yeah, my artificial abilities to I'm sorry, I'm looking up exactly which one it is. And I'm 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 looking to try to combine the magical tinkering with the sending stone with my um homunculus to to be able to have the homunculus transmit um basically videos back to me okay. of what it sees. So you just want videos or you want audio and video? Well, I'd like to get the video working first before I try audio. Okay. Why don't you give me an, a... Or even uh, audio first, whichever one is like easier to try first. Uh, you're thinking the audio might be a little bit easier to try where you can you can at least remotely activate it. Why don't you give me your tinkering roll? Okay. So I think that's your intelligence base. Yeah. Plus four. I roll this. Sorry, I'm trying to roll it. Magical tinkering. Yeah, 21. You are, you know, you're spending the morning working on that while Bowden and Ares are gone and Kel Grace is in a bit of a brooding mood. And, you know, you're, you're playing with, you, you got it played with and everything else. You get the, you get your homunculus to basically absorb the sending stone. You sort of send it away outside and you, uh, as it, as it, as it glides itself out to the door, out to the window, you activate the, your your side of the sitting sun, you can hear the you can pretty much clearly hear all the noise traffic that's going on of people walking by, things like that, calling each other in the out and the and the outside the manor. But what kind of surprises you at the same time is you get a little bit of a fuzzy at first an image, the light sort of comes out up out of your sending stone and sort of hovers and you start seeing a grainy um like a green scale, like grayish green image uh, appearing at about a, let's call it about a four inch by four inch window. As if you're starting to look through the homunculus eyes, you did a really good roll. So bottom line is you got both audio and video to work. Nice. Once you activate it, it lasts for about, a, it uh, lasts for one minute. You can activate, uh, you can activate the this ability uh, equal to the, your, Tinkering's an intelligence-based bonus, right? Yes. So what's your intelligence uh plus? Uh the on my intelligence itself is a plus four is the plus modifier four. for intelligence. So uh so you get to activate it. It's um four plus it's whatever your intelligence is, 
plus your proficiency uh plus your uh proficiency level so at this level you should get a plus two i believe uh, uh, my proficiency for yeah ability proficiency. improvements plus two yeah because you're fourth level correct uh yes left yeah. fifth level fifth level so you're plus three so you can activate it whatever your proficiency bonus is plus your intelligence bonus times a day so you got okay, seven you currently have 70 you have currently seven times you can activate it per day for one minute okay and as you go up in level you'll as you once you hit ninth level we'll get a you'll add one and 13th level and 17th level will add one or more each all right to modify my uh here we go so i'm trying to modify my inventory but about the time you guys get back you notice that uh you guys are walking back Adra, oh, not Adra, Bowden and um Aries you guys are walking back in and you notice Adrock's little sugar lighter homunculus is sort of staring sort of hanging on the window looking around and everything else and you see it look look up at you and just sort of follow you as you go in and Bowden you're not surprised to see your two companions come walk walking through the door as you watch them walk up to the manor and you see the and you see the glider jump on Ari's shoulder and ride it back in. So it's kind of a weird view for you as you're looking through the sugar glider's eyes as it's watching you as it as Aries is moving the glider towards you. And then all of a sudden the picture snaps out for you. But you get a successful nice. remote spy camera with audio. That is wonderful, and that will come in useful in our trials ahead. I'm looking forward to seeing how you use that. Can it see in the dark? I, I assume we're going to have to. Uh, we're going to have to improve it as we go, but I don't think. Uh, I don't think starting out it can. I, he didn't. He I didn't specify it, he wanted night vision. Yeah, that's that. Okay, so always I have dark always room vision, for tinkling. Specify. <laughs> yeah, I have dark vision, and I don't know if that dark vision carries over with what it sees. So no, it does not. Okay, so that's something we will deal with in the future. So if you want to deal with that in the future, it'll take um, an emerald. You'll have to expend an emerald worth 200, 200 gold to uh, enable a night vision into that one and a tinkering roll as well. Let me write that down. Well, here, here's some cash to help you on your way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind that you give me the cash. I just mind that you don't get it from other people and they give it to you. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, no. We're getting this for helping out for finding that guy we were already going to find. So. I give you four platinum and I give Kelly Grace four platinum. Is Kelly Grace around? Yeah, you sort of, is she around? Stops, she stops brooding for us long enough to walk up and. You gave me money. I'm going to rejoin you at the table. There you go. Clank. <laughs> you seem to know the uh, the catnip for Kelly Grace's drop coins on the table. It's right. Sort of re it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty quick. Ah, oh, you seem to have brightened up a bit. <laughs> So moving for moving forward today and everything, uh, Lady Haventry and a uh, uh, Julius Julius Elstrom uh, walk in about mid afternoon and go. Ah, it's good to see you all. How's your day been so far? Productive? Very much so. Bowden, it looks like you're well recovered from your evening festivities. Oh, it doesn't take much. Just <laughs> Kel Grace remembers having to keep him from walking down the docks and off off a pier more than once. Almost didn't. I was just having a good time. That's all. <laughs> good round. We'll fish you out. We'll fish you out later. Talk to Father Dumas and be good. Be good with it. 
so said you uh, we could share some more information about your uh, quarry. And about that, when he says that, you you notice uh, your in-house help. She comes out with some food and drinks and everything else, sort of sets it down and uh, vanishes in the back. And you, you notice that vanishes in the back for a moment. And she walks back forward and flips the sign on the the banner to basically close, shuts the doors and everything else, and makes herself scarce to the kitchen. And she sort of looks at Kyle, and Kyle sort of looks at the food on the table, like, "No, uh, there's food here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay here and not go with you." Was, you know, you know, Kyle's always got his prior, got her priorities. I catch her eye, give her a wink, and flick her a gold. Got to keep the, yeah, got to keep the staff happy. She's a good one. <laughs> yeah. As Julius is standing as well, pulls up the mug. He's like, hmm, "Not bad." Not sure what I was expecting here for you, for you guys, but uh, I'm slightly, slightly surprised at what you guys serve. He goes, so, Borlock, it seems uh, he has joined uh, his uh, patron, uh, Neverwinter, back up at the uh, the city of Neverwinter. And I think we might want to, he, he goes, I think I need to backtrack a little bit, because last night I said, you know, Borlock was your target. And uh really meant to say that the former Open Lord in Waterdeep was Neverwinter, is really your target of who we want justice of. Warlock is also one we want because of what he's done at the what he's done is this time as a magistrate. I apologize for the confusion. Uh, the nice excitement got me all a bit flustered. I realized I, I told you the wrong names, but I got I got given that Borlock was never uh, the the open the open uh, what were they the called? Open the open, open he was never an open lord. I understood where you were going with it. <laughs> He's like, yeah, so uh, I apologize for that. It was a rather exciting night. But he goes, we're looking for you to effectively retrieve the Galt Neverwinter and return him for a, uh, to stand trial for his crimes against Waterdeep and the citizenry, citizenship of Waterdeep, citizenry. If you put <laughs> Borlock up too, be useful. I understand that given the circumstances, if it were to come, if it were be, if it were become open knowledge that this city sent a group to acquire somebody in another city, that would not be taken too kindly by either city. So you could uh, definitely appreciate the delicate situation of uh, trying to bring a noble, a noble from a, a noble nobleman from a, uh, I wouldn't call them a rival city, but a partner city to justice. You know, there's an alliance between Neverwinter and Waterdeep, much like there's an alliance between Baldur's Gate and Waterdeep. But those alliances do not extend to, in many cases, do not extend to uh, serving the individual's cities. They're, they're justice to nobles that are not from our city. Has he, uh, has he taken the throne of, uh, uh, of Waterdeep, uh, no, of uh, Neverwinter again, no. or is he something else? No, I think he, from what I could, from what I gather and everything else, uh, he is no longer, while he can be in the city, be part of the ruler class and everything else, it is all left to his, uh, excuse me, it is all left to his, his uh, not Rainier, but his other sons to run the city. So he's, so he's the power behind the throne, basically, at the moment. He could be, yes. Does he have control over the collective guard? Neverwinter, it is unlikely he probably has some type of level of influence over him. 
I, I, I would hate in pursuit of justice for this individual to cause an even more grave injustice to a, 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 a town guardsman caught between all these machinations. That is true. That would be a uh, very unfortunate event. Hellstrom sort of looks up from from notes and hands them over to Lady Haventry. He's like, his, his son's name is Sterling. Sterling Neverwinter. Him and his wife Willa currently are run the city. And uh, from what I'm from what I'm seeing here, it seems like uh, Willa is more the one, more of the power behind the throne. Good for her. Well, maybe. How is she? How is she ruling Neverwinter? <laughs> as far as well, fair. As far as I can tell, she's nobody seems to be a complaint about her. Um, it would seem her husband's more interested in his his sports of hunting and other feats of uh, activity, whilst actually doing the duties of leading a city. So, got it. Idiot, have... idiot son, figurehead. Understood. <laughs> I'm glad you can read between the lines, there, Bodie. <laughs> It's my specialty. <laughs> Should probably keep my mouth shut about it, though. <laughs> hmm. Uh, as far as the guards, he is looks like our best guess. He's probably going to be out at one of his estates, one of the family estates that are just outside the city. Much probably a lot easier to identify the comings and goings of people than being in the city directly, where the population is quite not nearly as large as Waterdeep, but there's still a good sized population. Any, any, uh, do you have perhaps a map that could indicate what the locations of those estates are? Oh, yeah. And then you see Julian grab a scroll, a couple of pieces, you know, a couple of scrolls out and hands them to you. Basically gives you a map of uh, Neverwinter and gives you a map of, uh, of the city of Neverwinter. Also gives you a map that the map's also marked with the three different uh, Neverwinter estates that are outside. The city, as well as maps, uh, as well as markings on the town for the two estates that are also inside. Is there a uh, is there a contact in town? We we will avoid it at all possible. But if there's if there's a, a dire circumstance, is there someone we can contact in town? Yes, of course there is. Annalise, she is a baker. She resides up in Waterdeep. Neverwinter. Uh, excuse me, Neverwinter. Sorry, she, Annalise is a baker up in uh, Neverwinter. That is one of our. Is what is a contact that you can work through. Her, her shop's name is not very creative. The baker's dozen. <laughs> he gets the job done. That's all that matters. That is true. Aries, Calgary's Adrock. Can you think of any resources we might need? Guns. <laughs> She's like, unfortunately, Adrock, those are uh, only reserved for the uh, naval. And those are very limited in scope as our as our takers work, work to perfect them, and they're not as reliable as you'd like them to be, believe me. Aries, go back to the magazine. I need another cannonball. <laughs> Roll initiative. <laughs> oh, boy. Don't smoke um, when you go in there. Right. <laughs> DM, do I, who are my... Uh, do I have Neverwinter contacts that I, I know from previous enterprises? I know mm-hmm. I have Waterdeep ones. Do you have, have Waterdeep one? Neverwinter. Uh, you do have the one contact, and let me look him up. He's the bit of a traveler. Where is he at? Oh, there he is. There is a. So you've got two contracts. Contacts. You've got one that's uh works one of the one of the ships. Uh, first mate, get uh, Gennaro. He's the first mate. The ships that you've used from time to time to smuggle and everything. 
okay. to move goods in and out of the city. Okay. The lazy squall is the ship's name. The lazy squall. That's excellent. Okay. And you know of another bit of a highwayman is the best way to describe him. <laughs> uh Litton. Litton? Litton. Okay. Litton. Uh, yeah, Litton. He runs a crew that patrols the north-south road near Neverwinter. And when it comes to having to move people in and out of the city, you know, he is very good at it. Okay. But he 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 runs about he runs a territory about 20 miles south of Neverwinter down the north-south road on the Sword Coast. Got it. Okay. Like any good rogue, I'm planning my exit, our exit. I'll include you in this one. <laughs> you definitely got the uh, rogue. I'm planning my, I mean, I mean, our exit. Our exit. Our, our exit. exit. Okay. I'm thinking we're going to definitely need to bring that coin as a just in case. Well, we can, once you have secured uh, Neverwinter and if you've secured Borlock as well, Annalise can definitely help you navigate your way out of the city. She's been briefed on at least that there's going to be some effort to bring a fugitive to justice, but we have not informed her any anything beyond that. Is there anyone else that we should be aware of that is going after these guys? Having a good authority that there is at least one group of bounty hunters that are chasing down where does that book? Uh are chasing down Borlock that are heading that way as they were Yep. They have been um, set my notebook somewhere. And I could, there it is. I put it, all my papers on top of it. There's at least one group. There's a, there's a definitely good, good enough size bounty on uh, Warlock said that uh, on Ufus that at least one, maybe two groups of bounty hunters have taken them up. The Griffins are one of them. And uh, haven't heard what the other ones call themselves, but gathering from what uh, some of the talk of, uh, and this is uh, Julius talking, he's yeah, uh, from the talk of what some of my writers have overheard, there's at least uh, one other group that seems interested that's going to make their way by ship either soon or they already have left. How much faster is whoop, how much faster is ship than uh, horse heading up to uh, Neverwinter? Ship is about two days. Horse is about four to five. Are there still those airships out in the uh, the port? Oh, the airships no, have gone. He's like. He's like, uh, I believe the airships actually uh, are how Neverwinter left uh, because they left shortly. They were gone uh, about the same time Neverwinter seemed to s- slip out of the city under uh, un- under guard somehow. What a coincidence! <laughs> yeah, because they were visiting from uh from the islands anyway, so I'm kind of surprised. Oh, and the Swordwind Coast, so I'm kind of surprised they uh agreed to it. Any idea how often ships leave out of? Uh... Uh, the port uh, for Neverwinter. Uh, they leave all the time. Okay. This is some sell with the evening tide, some sell with the morning tide. They're not hard to find. Okay. Sounds like we could try at least get ourselves ahead of the guys on foot or on the uh, on horseback. Of course, we've got. How long can we use our flying steeds? I believe those are good for eight hours. I'd have to look them up. Moonshay Islands. Yeah, the airships came came out of the Moonshay Islands. Okay. The flying steeds, the Griffins. How long will they take to get there? Uh, flight you can do it in about a day and a half. Oh, okay. So if we leave today, we could probably beat the guys in that are uh going by, by ship. You know, I think we may have to hit the air. I concur. Well, you, you realize sense, that, but we can't take everybody. Oh, you only can yeah. take two two per two per Griffin. Well, let's see. We may have to leave Chip behind. I'm sure she'll be highly. 
He'll be highly disappointed that he's supposed to be left behind. If you need to leave somebody behind, let me go by boat. I can catch a ride pretty easily. I mean, we could all just you know travel by ground. We don't have to fly. Yeah, but we want to get there as fast as possible. Just hmm. the journey's half fun, right? Oh boy. It's a bit of a race, though, it sounds like. We've got one group who's left probably within fairly recent times, but they're going over land, I think. So they've got, they've got, we've got four days till they get there. There's a group that just left VFC. That means we've got, what, two days or so till they get there. If we leave now, we've got a day and a half, we could beat both of them. But the question is, is all of us are going to still have to try and figure out which, which estate he went to. I have a decent idea about, well, no, I don't, never mind. Maybe not. I'll have to see. Hmm. I mean, do we want to send one or two of us? But I mean, I don't like splitting the party, but do we want to send yeah. a couple of us to like do some reconnaissance like we did when we got to Waterdeep while everybody else gets there? That's probably not a bad idea. Maybe send, maybe you and Adrock go ahead. Okay. I am very bad at stealth, so it should not be me. Same yeah, thing no, here. that's that's mine and Adrock's game. So you guys so get fine. there and figure out which estate he's at. Okay. And me and Bodhi can go by land. Or go by sea. That'll get us there. I'd go, yeah, go by sea. Okay. Go get, get Chip and go by sea. Bring Kyle. We might need him. That's Earth. the plan. Then you, then you see Bodhi suddenly turn extremely pale. Great. Uh-oh. He just realized, he just realized something. Bodhi oh, yeah? gets seasick. Bodhi don't swim. <laughs> uh... It's okay. I will carry you on my back. Bodie sink. <laughs> Bodie don't like boats. No, <laughs> oh, Bodie. Well, does Bodie want to fly with me? We can both go. No, 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 no. You guys Bodie, go ahead. Bodie's not a stealthy one. I'll just slow Bodie you down. I'll one. be fine. Don't worry about me. I'll be fine. <laughs> Bodie lacks subtlety. Bodie does lack subtlety. <laughs> so we have two to send. We have two by air and three by sea. Yep. Two by air and three by sea. Okay. Well. I think that's a, if the plan's in place, I think that's a good way to uh, wrap it up. Okay. You guys have your plan to travel by air to do initial recon of Neverwinter and find your quarry. While the other three establish the uh, sea routes. Before we go, Adrock, is there anything that you can give to Bodhi or Ares that would allow them to see uh, your homunculuses videos so that we could perhaps communicate some of our well, re- reconnaissance. What what's the range on the talking stones? Same plane of existence. Oh wow, that's a good range. How do, how do we get those? They're magical items that you can go purchase. They're fairly common, especially in Waterdeep. Okay, um, let's do okay. that. The sending stones you have more than you have more than one tied to the same. Can you have three that all work together? Yeah, just, you can. We, we just need two at the moment, really. I mean, you've got they, come, they come in pairs and everything else. So the basic ones come in pairs, you know. So you get a party line back and forth. But Waterdeep is taking the time to bit build a bit up, and so you, you know, a little bit more expensive. You can get the party line ones where you can have three of them, four or five tied together. Right now, there's a limit of ten for the party line. I just want to make it easier for us to coordinate when we're on our mission. Okay. Sounds so, like a plan. So how much do they cost? It's one of those things, isn't it? <laughs> so you take I, you, ironic if it would be what uh what we were just given. How the economy stays uh stable. You track it down. You're kind of surprised that uh so the basic sending stones inside of Waterdeep is about 
30 gold a pair but if you for every additional stone you want tied to it so if you want to do a triple it goes from 30 to 60 so you add 30 for each stone if you want stones that can communicate with five people or it's 120 plus another 30 so 150 gold total so either 50 bucks ahead or oh, or 30 you, bucks ahead 30 bucks ahead or you do 30 for just the two groups yeah or a total of 30 i'm good either way why don't we do the total of 30 because i don't know that adrock and i are going to necessarily be not you know backing each other up like i feel like the two groups are probably going to stay together for now and that way we save some money for if we need something when we get there cool mm-hmm. six six gold ahead if i did that math right how much did you say total was it 60 30 30 30 so yep. yeah six gold a person yep okay and we do all have uh many potions i'm looking at my inventory to make sure i'm stocked up in potions i've still got three greater healing i've got two regular i don't think i'm supposed to have any am i i mean i have dragon one potion fire. greater healing fire breath how much are these potions yeah how much is a potion of greater healing if it's available across the off off the counter off the all the count over the counter how many potions of greater healing are you guys after Oh, how many do you <laughs> They're have? They're cheaper in bulk. <laughs> well, no, the Go to Costco. Uh, you know, Go to Casco. <laughs> Lady Havantree will dun, dun, dun. supply a limited amount through the Harpers as well as you know through, through Waterdeep because you guys are on a mission. So she's like, I'm willing. You know, we we can support a little bit with different things. She goes, healing potions are quite easy. So two each. She offers two each. Fair enough. Any more than that, Ooh. she can at least get you a discount for it. I'll take the two each for now. Yep. Much appreciated, my lady. Oh, I already had two. So cool. I've got four now. Now I think we're ready to call. So, yep. so I take it Adrock and Kelgrace, you guys are taking the two Griffin figurines to make Correct. your flight all the way up there. Correct. The Seabound group manages to, with the help of uh, Julius Hellstrom and all that, manage to find a ship heading north that is um, basically a merchant ship going up there to take in the captains more than willing to take on a small group of fares. And uh, you know, the ship is the marionette. That's not creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome aboard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So might be too late, and if it is, that's fine. But um, I typed this in the chat, and then realized that wasn't helpful to anybody who's listening. But um, when it's just our group, um, I do know that Teresa Tagren, who runs the oh shoot now i forgot what her name the name of the you forget the name of your guild yes <laughs> what is my guild's name how did i just blank on that dark something i mean it's not good holy cow I have... hold on i got it i think i actually have to look hers up again too um, so kel grace are you thinking that uh she runs the dark tide crew there we go yeah, dark dark tide that's right yes okay well no i know she's got a bounty out on Neverwinter. Uh okay. That's probably so, so that's probably the first who the first crew went at the, the ground yep. after. So well, I shouldn't say I know she has a bounty out. I'm ninety percent sure she has a bounty out because when he disappeared, he owed her money, and nobody owes her money for very long. Right. And regarding your second note there about the carriage that Borlock went off on, you right. said the Castle Enters that had the Castle Enters seal on it. That's correct. That's Varus's house, right? Varus? Varen's house. That's Varen's house. Family name. Castellanters. Castellanters. Okay. Castellanters. Yeah. Okay. Right. 
which kind of threw me off because she's saying she doesn't know where he is. So we, the last thing we heard it, he had, he had, he had, that was, he, he got into the carriage with the castle lanterns, he, uh, seal on the night of the, of Fire. the skeletons and the werewolves, right? Yeah. But when he came back from the summoning or when we got back from the summoning, he had taken up to hiding with one of the thieves groups. Oh, did he? Sorry, I missed that. Right? Yeah, you found out he would, he did take up a hiding with one of the thieves groups, but it seemed it was more of a bit of a handoff. They were moving merchandise, and he was a merchandise. Oh, okay. I thought he had allied with them. All right. No, okay. I mean, he paid to be allies with them. Oh, okay. Got it. He was mer- so it wasn't okay. that he was taken. He he paid to ally. Okay. Well, yeah. it's not. It's not the Dark Tide crew. I can okay. tell you that much. No, it was definitely not the Dark Tide crew. It was... But it sounds like ultimately he found a way to, to manage to get himself up with uh, following along his master up into Neverwinter. So Yeah. Right. Um, Bodhi, you're a personable person. If you happen to run into a dwarf named Gargal, he may have some information about people who have gone by sea for you. Okay. Feel free to drop my name. All right, I will. Okay. Later that day, two dwarves head, head over the side of the ship. Blah! Right. <laughs> What's right. your no, name? I don't, I don't, don't think know. Be... I don't care. <laughs> yep. I don't think you'll be. Uh, Just stop the ship from the moving. Ship. Just stop the moving. <laughs> Warms oh, my heart boy. to see that you uh, have just, such good Just notes. do me a favor and uh, really watch your pockets while he's around. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. Well, with that, I'm done. Anyone else? Nope. I think we're good. Well, I oh. am. I won't speak for Aries and for Edrock. Well, with that, you guys have a plan. Okay. You you guys have a target. Looking forward to seeing how you guys fail. <laughs> oh, don't say that. How you how solve the challenge you. ahead of you. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, that's, that's better. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys all for playing. Um I had a wonderful time playing Clue with you all tonight. I mean, uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed it as well. And uh... Lady Butterfly with the, in the library with a with a long sticky thing. <laughs> Sharp pointy oh, thing. Well, guys, thank you again for playing. Had a great time. Thank um, you for running. Thank you for hosting. Well, that was an interesting turn of events. Apparently, our adventurers were invited to the Rose Ball for a recruitment test by the mysterious group known as the Harpers. Now recruited as agents of the Harpers, our adventurers have developed a plan to travel to Neverwinter and retrieve the former open lord of Waterdeep. A bold plan for our adventurers. When we join our adventurers next time, two will travel by air, and three will travel by sailing ship to the Swords Coast northern city, Neverwinter. Thank you for listening to Smash, Loot, and Roll, and see you next time. Take care.